Welcome back, everyone, to the Centurion Leadership Battalion Show with Justin Bizarro. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Thank you for um, listening as we launch a new podcast. Again, we're recording all these episodes before they actually release, and we release them. We need to stockpile them a little bit before we got them out there. But I appreciate everyone listening in as you're starting to pick back up. I'm sure these will do well. We're going right after the content. We're going right after the facts. And we're reevaluating the things we've done in the past, reflecting, and trying to bring out a new product that really strikes home. Okay, not just address business issues or leadership issues in companies or what I was dealing with uh, formerly at a company. So that being said, our question for today is... Oh, and by the way, if you want to listen to us or find us, you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. So I recommend sharing, liking, doing what you got to do. Um, if you enjoy what you hear and you think it's valuable content, give us a five star, give us a rating. Okay, so here's the question. Why, when we finally have success, do the humans around us start to tear us down? Okay, I'm going to read it again. Why, when we finally have success, do the humans around us start to tear us down? Okay, so we're going to go into this. I've experienced this in my life. I think it's a very valuable question in leadership and entrepreneurship and the drive to be successful. I think many, many humans um, don't actually become successful because they try to fit in instead of finding belonging. Belonging is where I have a purpose, where I understand who I am, where I know the drive, the purpose that I'm trying to find, and I'm aligning my will with God's will, if you're religious um, or spiritual, for lack of a better term. And when we do not succeed or we do not push ourselves to use and utilize the life that we have to the max, okay, that we do everything to the greatest, then we're never going to become successful. We're not even going to be average because average means trying. You're more like mediocre. But I think mostly what happens is a lot of humans who want us to be successful and are rooting for us along the way to success, they often, once we become successful, are the very same humans that start to tear us down. You know, everyone wants everyone to be successful. They're hoping to catch the success themselves, okay? They're hoping to be successful by association a lot of the time. Or they think if you made money, if you just give them a little bit of money and give them the same break you had, that they'll get money and they'll be successful. But the reality is, is most humans that are successful never started off with money to form their businesses. They're scrapping everything along. They're trying to figure it out. They're bootstrapping it. They're starting things in a garage like I did with this podcast or a basement like FSP in 1998 started out of my parents' basement Okay, on Pleasant View Farm in Maryland. So often humans don't realize what it takes to be successful, so they never actually do it, even though they're rooting for you to be successful. But once you actually achieve it, they can't figure out how you got it and they didn't. They don't see all the years of work. They don't see all the hardship, the sacrifices. For example, in my 20s, not going out, not partying, not doing everything else everyone else did because I was trying to build multiple companies. Okay, in 24 years of a company doing food service, 70, over 75 million meals a year, equivalents, all sorts of places, hospitals, long-term care homes, grocery stores, restaurants, direct-to-consumers, you name it, big box stores, or warehouses, co-packing, 
all of that stuff, restaurant equipment business, restaurant equipment building, uh, or restaurant con- design and construction, all of that stuff was part of it. Food trucks and restaurants and POS systems on iPads, all of that stuff is businesses that when you build and whether you're successful or not, ultimately the people that don't want you to be successful, especially if they're in your own organization, they will start to tear down your organization and they will start to tear down you. So they self-profitize, meaning they're like, I always knew he was going to be a failure. So how do they do that? They start to tear you down, especially if you're successful, because there's a lot of humans in this world that tear down other buildings to make their building look bigger. And But I guarantee you the humans that have long-term success, that have long-term joy, that have long-term fulfillment, don't have this going on, okay? And in my own relationships, I've had friends who, once I was successful, started tearing me down. I've had relationships with women who were competitive and always wanted to be right, and they started tearing me down when I've had success in multiple relationships. I pick competitive women. I pick entrepreneurial women. But I, I have a tendency to outshine and outperform everyone. I grew up on a farm. I've been working as an entrepreneur since I've been three years old mowing lawns. Okay, before I can even touch the pedals, my parents told me how to turn on the tractor, get my ass on the seat, and mow lawns and make my own way in the world. Okay, and I'm tough as nails. I won't go work in a corporation. I will take normal jobs. I'd rather, you know, do normal jobs and still be able to be an entrepreneur than use my intellectual capacity for someone else and then try to be an entrepreneur also, okay? Just so everyone's aware, I've been doing it since I was a kid, whether it was fruit stands, whether it was mowing fields, whether it was mowing lawns, whether it was landscaping, whether it was plumbing, whatever I could do to be, get a job, learn experience, but also do my entrepreneurial adventures. That's what I did. And I played soccer. So here's the thing. Why? Because I've always wanted more. So the drive to be successful, the drive to live my life to the fullest, the drive to experience every day and not waste a single moment of time. I don't watch the news. I rarely watch television because I don't want to waste a second. And all the people that are jealous and all the people that have tried to tear me down are usually the ones sitting on their couch, usually night after night, they're lazy boy, getting fat, being ugly, mean people drinking their night away, getting drunk every night on their couch or eating their life away or having their wife or husband serve them. And then they're on the social media, hacking away at you, hacking away at your success, usually on social media because they're usually cowards who can't get off their couch. But these cowards who never made it can't figure out how you made it and you must be lucky and how, what a horrible person you must be because you made it and you did something with your life and you must have done it in all the legal ways. There's no way you could have done it without stealing or whatever. How about the dumbest person can be the most successful by pure consistency, determination, and persistence. Hard work pays off. And so why do people tear us down? Because they want what we have. There's jealousy. There's envy. And even in our relationships, if you have a competitive relationship or your spouse or husband or whatever it is, wife or husband are competitive with you, you're going to end up being successful and they're going to try to tear you down and you're not going to know what's happening in your relationship. Believe me, I've been there. 
Imagine you have all the success you build companies 24 years later, yet the very people that you care about when you start making it and growing your business and really booming are right there tearing you down. The very people that you employed or gave jobs to or loyalty to for tens of years, decades. I know know the question... These are all questions I've had from the past. That's why we're resurrecting them. But it's interesting that this one came up at this time. Because as as I've relaunched Justin the Food Entrepreneurs and I've, as I've had success again, all the people that tore me down in the past are now back again tearing me down. And so what does that mean? That means that every time you do something, they can't figure out what it is and they don't want you to be successful, so they tear you down. Most of these individuals, I will tell you, have spiritual maladies, which we why I layered this, and those spiritualities rear their ugly head in jealousy, alcoholism, drug addiction, uh, whatever else, bad habits, anger, treating other people like crap being the very thing that you think that you're fighting against. I love it. I'm going to tear you down. You're a capitalist and an entrepreneur and I blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to, but I need a job from entrepreneurs and capitalists, but I'm going to tear you down and call you horrible or names because you were successful because you did what they couldn't do. So you are not alone out there if people are tearing you down as you get successful. And you're like, is this the right thing? I thought I was successful. Maybe I better listen to them. They want you to listen to them. They want you to get depressed. They want you to crawl into a hole and bury yourself. They want to bully you and intimidate you and do all those things so you don't succeed. But guess what? You've got to flip it in your mind and you've got to turn it into your superpower. Every time someone comes at me, I love it now. I am ready to fight, but not fight you directly. I'm going to fight to win in life. And while you're drunk and in your drunken bed doing whatever or getting stoned or whatever people do when they're at home hacking away at people, maybe they're just angry, but most of the time there's some substance involved, I find. You know, even though I understand marijuana and I'm a proponent of medical marijuana and the benefits it has for anxiety and the benefit it has for cancer patients to eat and the benefit it has for humans, I do know that people abuse things and people have spiritual maladies and they turn to things like drugs and alcohol. And then when they're in those states, they become, they're in a different state of mind, they become so brave and they become so courageous behind their cell phone or their computer hacking away at everyone. Okay, and you know, and even overeating shows up as a problem. Okay, addiction shows up in a lot of ways, and these individuals are usually unhappy with themselves and they're too scared to look in the mirror, so they attack you. Just like in the previous episode, we talk about uh, abuse and we talk about um, bullying and we talk about intimidation and we talk about harassment. Okay, this all is the same thing. These are all forms that when you become successful, even though you were the popular kid, even though that never happened to you in school, however you want to look at it because you were fitting in, when you start belonging and finding where you belong and becoming successful for being who you are, the people around you are going to start to tear you down. Even if they're their closest friends, family, wives, spouses, maybe even your children, maybe even your parents, maybe even your aunts and uncles, maybe even your cousins. People don't want you to be successful because it makes them feel unsuccessful. So they tear you down to bring them to their your level. See, I told you you weren't special. You were just, you know, just as unsuccessful as I am. You should have just listened to me. Look, I'm better off because I never tried and I never failed and I never got embarrassed. So I'm going to embarrass you publicly and I'm going to tear you down. 
it's wrong in every way possible. It is wrong in every way possible. It is wrong in every way possible. Did I repeat it enough times? If you were a parent and you were watching your kid get torn down by someone else, what would you do? How would you feel? Would you still do it? I guarantee you that most humans in most households and most parents are demonstrating tearing down other humans by gossip. So as an entrepreneur and you're the 1% or the 2% or in food, there's so many of us around the world. When you start becoming successful, you have successful products and your reels start going up. Everyone's like, everyone's so happy for me. It's not long lasting. When you start to franchise or when you start to do business, people are going to try to take advantage of you and tear you down because they are jealous and they want what you have and they can't figure out why you got it. And it's unfair. It must be because this reason or your parents or you were born that way or Mommy and daddy pays for everything, okay? No one has any idea what it's like to work for stuff when they do that. They have never worked for anything in their life. They're The hardest they're working is going to the fridge, getting a beer, and sitting their ass back on their lazy boy, and then saying they're better than everyone. Higher ideals for other people while they're fucking up their whole life and then wondering why you're successful and they're not, so they'll tear you down. It's a very real thing we deal with in society right now. And it's a very real thing that we are dealing with across the world. And it's, you know, I wrote a post about this not too long ago about the tall poppy syndrome, you know, and it's came from Australia. It's where the poppy starts to grow and the rest of society cuts them down. It's a very real thing. The tall poppy syndrome, it's reason it's called that is because it exists in societies in the United States in particular and other places around the world, especially Western civilizations are going through this right now. We are going through a period of weird socialist ideals where everyone has to be equal. So if they're growing taller than us, we need to cut them down to our level. People that claim to be entrepreneurs cutting down other entrepreneurs. People that are chefs tearing down other chefs on a regular basis. I get it. You want to be buddy-buddy with people at work, but I watch this in the places I've worked. I watch this in the businesses I've had. When someone gets jealous of someone else's success, particularly in our business, the chefs, they would tear the other chef down. They'd gang up on him. It's not only just like one person, but there's this gang up mentality and we're going to take them down because heaven forbid someone be successful. We tear down success. And then if we think it's hereditary or it's been given, we tear them down even more. So you're not alone out there, but the reason people do it is they're jealous. They have spiritual maladies such as jealousy, envy, greed, laziness, obesity, never work on themselves, don't invest in themselves, not in their intelligence, not in the, their spirituality, not in their mind, body, soul, or heart. So they take it out on you because if they're not going to do it, they're going to drag you down in the dirt with them because it makes them feel better about themselves as someone as successful as you is at their level, then, then they must be that way also. But the reason they're trying to drag you down is because they can't understand how you got there. They don't know how. And so they're going to drag you down to their level to make them feel better about themselves. Just don't let it happen. Use it as your fuel. I love it. Keep coming at me, please. It's screwed up. I get it. But it's the only way to live as an entrepreneur and a leader. you got to turn it into your fuel. Not everyone's going to love you ever. 
And most of the time when you become the most successful, even your biggest fans become your biggest enemies because of jealousy and envy, especially when they want what you have. If you have the good-looking wife, you have the good-looking kids, you have money, whether they're stepkids or your wife. Believe me, this has happened to me. They went after my relationships. They went after my relationship. They go after my family. They go after my stepkids. They go after my dog. Z. Dogs, plural. Why is that? Because they want to tear me down because I've been successful, because I've done things in my life. And it's so funny to me because I just read a post about Fat Joe, the rapper, and he pretended to be poor, and out of like 30-some friends, only five stuck by his side. And it's interesting to me because all these people will tear you down or give you wisdom or manipulate you to have your downfall pretending to be your friend. Also, a lot of these people give you advice or pretend to be your friend or they know better or they're your spouse. Why aren't you listening to them? You should listen to me. I know. I've been through this. I know more than you. Okay? Really, it's a scheme and a manipulation, whether they realize it or not, to tear you down to their level. High performers experience this all the time. That's why relationships for high performers are so hard. Because once you start high performing and outperforming a spouse or you start doing better, the jealousy can a lot of times tear apart the relationship and love no longer exists because jealousy takes over. Love is God, purity, unconditional. Yes, you need each other in a relationship, but you shouldn't need each other to the extent to have to make each other feel better and you shouldn't want to tear down your other spouse because you need to feel that they're lower than you and tear them down shit i've watched a relative an in-law i should say tear down her husband even though he was wildly successful to the point where he just left found a woman with kids and whatever and moved on but she tore him down and emasculated him every chance he get no matter how much money he made he was never good enough he never did enough he never had enough money he never treated her the right way tear 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 and at the end while she loved all the money and did all the things with it what she did was tear someone down for freaking years regardless of what he should have been doing i get it you need to be a man and you need to be more present in your relationship and you need to be romantic but there's a lot of time to do that after you have money and there's a lot of time to go see the world when you have money okay and i'm saying money's the end all to be all but come on don't tear down your successes in your own relationships You know, it's funny, everyone thinks that I sit around and I'm just some oblivious entrepreneur because, again, you want to talk about tore down? I'll straight up tell you the things. Yes, I'm a redneck. Yes, I'm white trash. Yes, I'm a WAP without papers, Italian slur. Yes, I'm also Native American. Yes, um, my parents, I'm a second marriage kid, so technically I'm a bastard child. All the things that everyone says about me, they're all true. Just embrace them and use them as your power. Fine, you want to think that about me? How do I twist this into my advantage? How do I take something that's coming at me and I use the same momentum as I'm rubber, you're glue? For example, how do I bounce it back at you without giving you the attention? Because I don't even want to focus on you because I have a goal and I'm, every day the person I'm truly fighting is the version of myself yesterday. I'm trying to be better than that. So tear me down, do whatever you need to do, but it doesn't work 
all you're doing is giving me more and more motivation to keep rising up and be more successful. And if you, if the audience out there and you have this going on in your life and you're being torn down, it's hard. It's emotional. It sucks. You get exhausted. There's depression. There's anger. You want to lash out at everyone. Take that energy with all of your might. Trust me, I've been doing this for a long time. And when I get it right, I have really huge success afterwards when I can take that negative energy and realize it's energy and that I can bounce it into positive energy and I can use it to my advantage. And if they're mad at me and they're hating on me and they're tearing me down, I must be doing something right. I must be on the momentum on the upswing because why all of a sudden did all these individuals turn on me? Loyalty, you know, don't always buy it. Eventually, if you if if you don't have good relationships with people, and all that, there's a lot of loyalty that goes down the tubes because of jealousy. You can't see it coming, especially 24 years down the road or or whatever. You elongate your business and there's entitlement. Those individuals with entitlement, when you start to take away the entitlement or growing as a business or becoming successful as a business and they have to do more work, they will tear you down. It's not everyone. And there's a lot of individuals that have been able to combat this as they built their businesses. But I will tell you, even outside their businesses, even internal in their business, if they don't fix this or see it, it still goes on. The best of the best entrepreneurs that are out there, I've watched this happen. And I watch it sleep in organizations, particularly in the years they go from 20 years old to 40 years old. Because you have an old guard that is still in the company and they don't like the new guard and they're willing to manipulate, cut down the success of others because they're younger, they have better technology, and they appear to be smarter and more intelligent because of what they can do. So they tear them down. They tear down the next generation. They, you know, oh, that guy's rising up in the company. Let's gang up on him, tall poppy him, which is where all the other poppies that are smaller go after the taller one that's growing. Poppies grow taller. The ones that are shorter that can't grow because they're incapable or they're not getting water or not fertilizing or investing in themselves, they start to cut down the other poppy. Now, imagine if they only spent that energy on reinvesting themselves, maybe reading a self-development book or a business book, or actually worrying about their business or their operation or their family beyond just sitting on the couch, hacking away, being angry and tearing you down. I know. Pretty cool, right? Like That would be a phenomenal idea if they use the energy for positive things and had a positive mental attitude instead of a negative mental attitude or that's leading to spiritual maladies and all sorts of other problems that they're going to have to deal with. But a majority in my experience of people are, they're jealous of you because you're doing what they can't do or they don't believe they can do or they don't have the confidence in themselves or they have some big giant insecurity. Sorry, I said it. But don't waste your time on these individuals. Even I know that I have to say that to myself because sometimes I'm so mad I want to strike out and I have plans on how I'm going to do it and whatever, but it's not worth it at the end of the day. They're not living good lives. Can you imagine being married to them? Can you imagine what their kids go through? These are angry individuals who just want to lash out at people and tear them down. They spend their life doing that. One day or another, their spouse is going to see what an ugly human they are and that they're there to tear down people. Their kids are going to see that they're tearing down people or they have addiction and they're just going to leave to harder lives. But I will tell you that if you have spouses or girlfriends or boyfriends or fiancés that buy into this and then also tear you down when you have success or come competitive with you, 
and you're an entrepreneur or a leader, you need to rethink your relationship. That person belongs with an average, mediocre person. Okay, average, forget the, that word. Average means you're trying. A mediocre person, because that way they're all, you know, the status quo is enough. I already went to school. I don't need to learn anymore. Let's just live life and go out to the bars drinking every night. And every day at work, let's leave work early at 3.30 and go out drinking with our drinking buddies and get drunk every night. A lot of people do that, particularly in food. As soon as their shift's over, they're out drinking with their buddies. And then they take advantage of their companies. They waste their company's money. And they're all buddy-buddy and they all have each other's back. Why? Because they all go out drinking and talking trash about everyone else in the company. That's why happy hours are dangerous. That's why that type of thing in corporations, like you're you're getting people to drink, you're altering their mind, you're putting them in a depressive state, and then you're putting them together and work where, what are you going to do in that environment? It's not a team building thing. It's a, a thing that eventually leads to jealousy and envy because people in their groups are getting promoted and not them, but then you're drinking and then you're in those groups and then depression happens and then you want to blame everyone. We talked about blame also on an episode. That'll be released, I think, before this one. I can't remember because we're sort of recording out of order as we're lumping them all in over the last few months. But it's important that we realize that we don't need to listen to it. And while there's truth in every statement, not when someone's tearing you down for manipulation. While there might be something in there you can use to, to leverage or use the energy and read a book to better yourself... Generally, they're using any insecurity that you have that they know you have because they probably have it to tear you down. They go after your insecurities. That's what bullies do. That's what people who envy your success and especially the ones that are close to you, they know you. They know how to push your buttons, right? So if they're going to push them, they're going to push your insecurities. And for people that are driven by success and making a difference in this world and having impact and purpose, that is our insecurity that we're not going to be successful, that we are going to be a failure, that we aren't going to fulfill our purpose, that we are going to waste our lives. So when these bullies come after us and start saying those things, it's a blanket thing. It's the easiest like ammo ever. They're going to do it to all of us because as entrepreneurs and successful humans, we're driven by the success. We're driven by the impact we make and the influence and the jobs and the businesses we create. And the leaders, we ha- the leaders we are in our communities and the schools we build and the betterment of our community, of course, they're going to tear you down. Every mediocre human that can't figure out how to get out of their own way is going to tear you down because they think you have something they don't. And the reality is is they could find it if they just took their energy and invested themselves, read books, did 75 hard, whatever they needed to do. But the fact that we have let society and the tall poppy syndrome start to make its way across all these civilizations is pathetic. And shame on us for letting this happen. Shame on us for not building a positive world. Shame on us for not making sure the next generation is better off than we are. Okay? I'm not thinking I'm better than anyone else. That's not what I'm saying here. But what I do think is I have the ability to rise above this and drive success. And I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I don't want to be mediocre. And I don't want to just fit in with everyone because they want to be mediocre. 
It's what happens in our schools, the peer pressure. Oh, I like it when my kid's cool. I don't want them to be too good in school. They might not fit in and they get made fun of or bullied. Well, what the heck is the purpose? If you're not going to win, if you're not going to be the best, and you're not going to be driven, what is the purpose of playing the game? It's so easy to be reluctant and be like, oh, I have a good life. How long do you think that good life of doing nothing every night when you get home and not growing yourself or investing yourself or going to the gym or whatever is going to take place? How long do you think before you go out all the time and your life depletes because you need to have a drink or you need to have whatever every night and you need to tear someone down to feel better about yourself? There's plenty of people, but I will tell you a lot of it revolves around group mentality, getting in these groups, doing stuff with employees or, or coworkers or family members, usually around you know, something that's a depressant or some stimulant or, or something that then triggers the event. And if they're not like this, there's just a natural ability to want to tear everyone down because they're jealous, they're insecure and everything like that. I just, in my experience, have seen it get worse with alcohol and drugs within the individuals, especially if they're employees, especially if they're employees that you fired that now want to seek revenge on you tear you down for your success because they're not part of it and you notice they were slacking off and not doing their jobs or they were a bully or they were abusive or they were harassing people in your company or whatever it is because the majority of the time people get fired not because they're not doing their job it may look that way but the reality is that's a symptom they're not doing their job because it's a symptom the reality is there's so much more there and that's why they're really fired they may they fire themselves so Think about it, guys. Are you a person and a leader and you want to be a leader? That's why you're listening to this podcast. And you might be an entrepreneur because I have a lot of shared space across there. But are you tearing down people to try to gain leadership? Are you tearing down people to rise to the top? Because often the people that are the most successful, if they actually turned around and tried to tear you down, you'd be ripped to shreds. And any successful person makes note of all the people and the bad things or the things that those persons are doing or how they're manipulating a situation. It's just a matter of time before they get rid of you, they exit you out of your life. And if you come back at them and it keeps going, they've got a lot of ammo and the good ones don't use it. But I got to tell you, some people get backed in the corner and it doesn't matter how good of a human they are, how good of a heart they have and how spiritual they are. Once you get backed into a corner and it becomes survival for a human, it, it proceeds God and anything else that's important. Love, relationships, you back someone into a corner, they feel that their only way to survive, even if it's like reputation or character that's being ruined by these boys, they will come back at you tenfold. Because successful humans know how to fight through life. They are mentally tougher, they are stronger, and they are nice people. But you back them into a corner or you put them in a fighting situation. And if it doesn't end or they can't get rid of it and it keeps coming, oftentimes they figure out ways that are very strategic to put an end to it. And it's not in a fight. It's not in an all-out brawl. Usually it's in very interesting ways and it's usually in the long run. And it's usually very strategic. And it's usually just when these these individuals who are tearing everyone down think that their life's going well. 
okay? Because weirdly, whether the entrepreneur intends to or not, or the leader intends to or not, who's being torn down, karma works for them. And here's the thing. When you tear people down, it comes back at you tenfold with interest. Whether it's injuries, whether it's addiction, whether it's divorces, whether it's whatever, it comes back at you. Unless you're an individual that chooses to distance yourself. Anytime someone starts tearing you down, and believe me, I've had to walk away from relationships. I've had to walk away from family members. I had to walk away from employees and team members that were loyal, I thought, and worked for me for decades. They start to tear you down because they get jealous of what you're doing. They cannot be in your organization. They show no respect for leadership. They show no respect for the entrepreneurs who built the business or the leaders who are running the communities or the schools or the churches or whatever. I'm not talking about politics because everyone just gets torn down there. It's a fucking nightmare. No one actually looks at the good qualities or what people can do. I get it. You want to see the bad things in the patterns, but the reality is, is you want to know what they're going to do good. We focus so much on the bad. We don't even know if the person's going to do any good. They, we don't even identify if they have a strategic plan or not. No, we're too busy wanting to tear them down, especially in politics. I don't care who you are, what a great leader you are. When I listen to you and you're on like about Fox News or CNN or whatever direction you go and you're so angry and nasty and just tearing down this human verbally, whether whoever they are, and I get it, I don't agree with who's in office right now either. But I really I haven't agreed with like many many humans have really done the right thing by the American people in a very long time. And that's sad. But I'm not going to go tearing them down. I'm not going to go tear down the presidency and the seat that it matters. If I tear it down and I tear around the humans, I'm devaluing our government on an international scale. If our, the own humans are tearing them down, what what do you think the rest of the world is saying? China's like fucking drooling over this. France is drooling over this, just waiting for us to fuck up so they can come in here, especially in food, and take our shit over. Keep tear- Let them keep tearing each other apart. When they're done tearing each other apart, then we'll go in and take over. But in the meantime, let's have contradiction and differences and, and, and tear people apart over success, over the American dream, over being an entrepreneur, or being a capitalist. You know, let's let them tear each other apart. That's what I do. Let them take care of themselves first, and then we'll go in and take them over economically or whatever, because that's what's going on right now. We're all fighting over social issues that don't really matter in the long run, per se, that we're all humans and we get to make choice in a free country. Our economy is being eaten up. Our food chain is being eaten up. We're tearing each other apart, and in the meantime, the rest of the world's eating it up because we're the biggest cash cow on the planet. Well, we were. Maybe we aren't anymore. So why, when we finally have success, do the humans around us start to tear us down? I think we all know the answer. I think we can see it clearly when we start to be successful. And I think the humans that are listening in that are the ones tearing down, I'm sorry, but it's coming back at you in ways that you cannot even imagine. And it's not going to be someone tearing down and doing the things that you do in the bad ways that you do it. And they're not going to lead by example the way that you're doing it. And you're putting this into your kid's head. Your kids are going to end up bullies or fired or nothing because this multiplies. So maybe it doesn't come back tenfold to you directly, but maybe it comes tenfold into your legacy. Plus interest. 
I've watched it. I've seen it. And it always happens just when they think they've made it or they have enough. That's when life falls apart for them. Because why? It dishes it out the way they dished it out. When that person was about to be successful and they were going to make it, you, you guys tore them down. The ones who tore them down. Not you guys, the audience. But you guys, as in the people out there, tore them down. So guess what you deserve? When you're about to be successful, life's going to dish it to you but tenfold. And when I was talking about the thing about where your friends go when you broke, when people think you're broke or you don't have money anymore and they can't just try to reach out and get a freebie or rely on you, they will tear you down also. When you take away their gravy chain or you take away their manipulation or their their scam on your business, they're mad at you. Wait a second. You're scamming my business. You're ripping it off tens of thousands of dollars and you're mad at me and you're attacking me and you're calling me names? No, you're a bully. You're harassment. You're sexually harassing. You're stealing money from the company. You're abusing expense reports. I don't care what it is. The funny part is when you catch these individuals and they're caught, instead of looking at themselves and change and why they're getting fired and the core values and the spiritual maladies that are going on, they come after you. The owner, the leader, the person who made the decision to get them out of your organization or out of your community or out of your school or out of your church because they are bad apples. And I agree everyone should get a chance, but it's not our job to be the saviors. Let them go figure out and hit rock bottom on their own and let them get their due course and let them pay for it in spades with interest because that's just the way it is and you shouldn't stop it and you shouldn't buffer it and you shouldn't enable anything otherwise. And it's okay to walk away, even if you've made promises. If someone starts bullying you or someone starts tearing you down for your success or becomes an antagonist in your life because you are a success or antagonizes everything that you do, tears apart your businesses as we discussed in a previous episode about spouses who tear each other down and name-calling or name-calling in businesses, or friendships, or partnerships, like this all stems the same thing. It leads to really bad culture. It leads to really bad humans that, that funny, they'll do whatever they can to call the other person negative, bad, horrible, uh, whatever other names, whatever, you name it. But in actuality, they're doing exactly what they say that person's doing, and they're acting in a way that is not professional and not a leader. So thank you everyone for listening in. I hope you got something out of this podcast. But you are not alone if you're being successful and you're finding success and people are tearing you down and your friend groups are changing and your circles are changing and even your family group is changing and who you trust is changing. I will always trust people that have unconditional love for me as human growth and that, that allow me to have unconditional love with them for their growth. The rest of it, they're just going to tear you down. And in relationships and spouses and stuff, yes, you need each other in ways. You should want to be with each other. And you should grow love. And it should be as unconditional and pure as possible. But the reality is, is sometimes in relationships, there's competitiveness. One has it worse than the other. One has it better than the other. It's a constant comparison, which leads to suffering, which leads to divorce or separation or one spouse getting the fuck out of there because they don't want it anymore. Seen it all the time. Like, and then they're like, oh my God, you screwed me over. I'm like, the, the, I'm like, no, 
That does not happen. I, I have friends that this is happening to. I'm like, I get it. They're coming after you and you made a promise. But if you cannot succeed in life, what kind of life are you going to leave when your spouse is so competitive with you? They're tearing you down. You're, you're emasculating you, you know, on a constant basis or defeminizing you or, or narcissistically trying to control you because they don't want you to be successful. They're controlling everything. They got to control it because they need to, they need it to be their way and success has to be their way so they feel good about yourself. And when you're having success without them, it makes them feel bad about themselves. And they get angry and they get mad and they get disgruntled and they get, become little trolls. You know? It happens. People make mistakes. People have failure. And the funny part is when successful people have a little bit of failure here, it's always interesting to me about how many people turn on them and try to tell them I told you so or leverage them to try to get down to their level. Or how many people need credit. It's, you know, the successful people never take credit for anything. They try to give it away, but they often are surrounded by people that need credit or want to take credit. And those individuals, even when you when you fail, they blame you. Okay, fine, that's leadership. But when you succeed, they want to take credit for it. Okay, so when I fail, it's my fault. But when I succeed, you did it? Hmm, not picking up what you're putting down there. Thank you, everyone, again. I love you guys. You can find us on Instagram, at Justin Bizarro, B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. I think eventually we'll relaunch the Centurion.Battalion. Instagram or something along those lines um, since it was hacked the original one and we did lose it so we will start again um, and uh, it's kind of funny that we're talking about this and I just said that is it's exactly for this reason tearing down success bullying whatever it exists in the world even to the best of us even to the ones of us who are trying the hardest and have the biggest heart because often we have such a big heart that it becomes an entitlement. These, these individuals feel entitled to our niceness, to entitled to our generosity, entitled to the same success that we have. And if they don't get it, they tear you down. Thank you, everyone, again. I'm out.